Welcome back to the Express Yourself Black Man Podcast. My name is Kizzle or Kofi, and I'm a 23-year-old mental health advocate, public speaker, and founder of A Kizzle Brand, which is a project aimed at raising awareness for depression and helping people through difficult times. Studies show that on average, men lose 2.8 years of their life when they're under heavy stress. The point of this podcast is for me to gain those 2.8 years back. As a black man, society often tries to tell me what I can, can't do, or talk about which can often leave me feeling trapped. And so this podcast is my release. Okay, so today I want to talk about how to heal. And the main reason why I want to talk about how to heal is because I know learning something new about yourself, learning that you have things that you need to fix about yourself is difficult because I've gone through that process myself where I'm questioning what is it that I need to be doing? What is it that I shouldn't be doing? And how do I get out of this place where I feel like I shouldn't be in? So I want to talk about how to heal. I want to talk about what I did, the steps that I took to make sure that I could heal properly. So if you've listened to some of the past episodes I talked about, I took a month just by myself. I didn't date anyone. I didn't look for any new situationships, any new relationships, any new dating cycles. And the reason why I did that is because I, I focused all that time into learning how to heal. I had to learn how to heal in order for me to figure out what I was going to do to heal my attachment style. So what did I do? The first thing that I did was invest time into researching what was actually the problem, which is why I know so much about attachment styles and know so much about what comes with my attachment style. I was so nervous. I was so scared during that period of being alone that it forced me to research what was actually the issue. The reason why I was scared is because I just didn't understand what was going on. I didn't know enough about my attachment style. I didn't know enough about how to heal. So I had to research. So that's what I would say. The first thing to do is you need to research. You have to research. Do your own research so you're well informed and that lowers the anxiety that surrounds your healing process and the trauma and whatever issues may, you may have. The second thing that I did is actually start to implement some of the things that I was researching. I went on blogs, I went on YouTube videos, and I looked up how my attachment style affects me. So how does you know an anxious, insecure, preoccupied attachment style work? Or what is an anxious, insecure, preoccupied attachment style? Where do I get it from? On YouTube, I found this YouTuber called New Mindframe. That's N-U- mind frame m-i-n-d-f-r-a-m-e and she goes over all the different attachment styles how you know how her attachment style affects her how anxious insecure preoccupied attachment style affects people how to heal things that you need to do to heal your attachment style another resource that i found very helpful for researching and finding out more about my attachment style and how to heal is brickle and associates.com so that's b-r-i-c-k-e-l and associates.com and they have a blog it's a woman robin e brickle and i talked about her in my first video the attachment style video where i was talking about the questions and how you know what your attachment style is that's all from that brickle and associates blog that blog is very powerful there's a lot of different good resources on there there's a lot of different articles on there that will definitely help you with understanding more about yourself and what it is that you may be going through so all right so i researched and i started implementing the things i was researching and the main thing that i want to talk about today is my self-care plan when i researched i figured out that i need to come up with a self-care plan if i'm going to heal myself i need to come up with a plan for how to do that so that's what your self-care plan is it's basically how you heal yourself how you love yourself how you begin to grow and heal intentionally so i came up with a self-care plan i'm going to split it up into three sections because that's what i did when i first came up with it and then if you guys find it helpful then definitely do it yourself as well 
like I said, split up into three sections, mental, spiritual, and physical. I was trying to figure out what I needed to do for each of these sections of my life for me to feel more fulfilled after that 30 days of me being by myself. And so for my mental, I was like, all right, you know what? I don't really read that much. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to also journal every day because I have a lot of things that's in my mind. And if I got to get them off of my mind and get them on paper or maybe even write them in some virtual notebook on an app, journal every day. And then I had to practice positive self-talk. And so that looked like affirmations or, you know, me just, you know, hyping myself up, regardless of how I look, making sure that I compliment myself every day, making sure that I talk nicely to myself outwardly and, you know, inwardly. Right. So, you know, not just saying it out loud, but also saying it to myself, making sure that I program the way I talk about myself. So that's that was all I did for my mental. Right. Next section is spiritual. So I put down, read the Bible and pray every day. Because, you know, I, I used to read the Bible a lot and then I stopped reading it so much. So I said, you know, in order for me to get back on my spiritual journey, let me read the Bible some more. and Let me pray every day because I wasn't praying as much as I wanted to. Those are my spiritual activities. Last section is physical, right? So physical was go to the gym at least four to five times a week and drink at least three bottles of water every day. So I know you guys may be thinking, well, this is not even that. It's not that bad. It's not that hard. Right. And you're probably right. You're probably right. First of all, your self-care plan is relative to you. You make it as hard or as easy as you want it to be as long as you're making progress. That's what my therapist told me. As long as you're making progress, that's all that matters. That's all that matters is that you're making progress. But it's very important that you also identify that you're making progress, regardless of how small it is. If you did every section of your self-care plan for the day, pat yourself on the back because it's not easy. It's not easy to be intentional about journaling or praying, reading the Bible and going to the gym. It's not easy to be intentional about doing those things. So definitely pat yourself on the back if that's what it is that you're deciding to do for your self-care plan, right? I don't know what it is that you that you want to do. Whatever it is that you do, if you accomplish all of those activities, pat yourself on the back because it gives you positive reinforcement to continue going on with the journey. So every day I would wake up, I would make my bed and then I would journal. Then I would pray. Then I would start my day. Before I went to sleep, I would journal. I would pray. I'm not going to lie. I didn't read a book during that time. And I also did not read the Bible during that time. But what I did do is I prayed, I journaled, and I also went to the gym. So give yourself grace as well. If you fall short on what it is that you're trying to do for your self-care plan, it's okay. It's your plan. You know what I'm saying? It's your plan. It's okay to fall a little bit short, but don't don't make a plan and then not do anything. Hold yourself somewhat accountable. So I did hold myself accountable for not reading the Bible. I did hold myself accountable for not reading the book. At the same time, I gave myself grace because I'm a human being and, you know, I make mistakes. That's part of my affirmations. So that's the reason why whenever I make a mistake or whatever, I feel like, dang, man, I should have did better there. I always go back to my affirmation, which is I'm a human being and I'm allowed to make mistakes. That's why affirmations are so important. That's why I'm going to talk to you guys about my affirmations as well. Affirmations are a thing that we see on social media a lot. We always see people talk about positive affirmations, right? Affirmations that you can say to yourself in the morning to get yourself ready to go to work or to be successful for the day. And it's become this trend on social media. But affirmations are really, really a powerful thing. They're an extremely powerful thing because they program your subconscious. They program your self-talk, especially if you say them enough and you listen to them enough. So here are some of my affirmations. I have 10 affirmations that I came up with with my my therapist. And here they are. Number one, my inner child is loved, validated, and safe at all times with me. Number two, I release my need to impress others. I know that I have nothing to prove. I choose to accept myself the way I am. Number three, I embrace success. The words I can't are not in my vocabulary. I refuse to believe my own excuses. I am unstoppable. Number four, I am handsome. I accept myself unconditionally. Number five, I love myself. Number six, I am human. 
I am allowed to make mistakes. So whenever I make a mistake, right, that's the first thing that comes to my head. And it's because it's my affirmation. I've been saying it to myself for so long that that's now my inner voice. That's why affirmations are so important. But let's continue. Number seven, I am doing the best I can with the tools I have. No one's opinion of me matters except for my own. Number eight, I teach others to believe in me by believing in myself. Number nine, being who I truly am is my divine right. Number 10, I act for my future, not because of my past. Mm. So to recap, research, because it's daunting to try and heal yourself without knowing exactly what's going on. So research. If you have a therapist, ask your therapist. If you don't have a therapist, there's a lot of free resources. I just gave you all some that are definitely helpful. Number two, come up with a self-care plan and take some time to yourself. It doesn't have to be forever. It doesn't have to be a year, three years, five years, 10 years, whatever, right? It doesn't have to be extreme, but just take some time for yourself so that you can really devote time into who you are. And then number three, embark on that journey. Another thing I want to mention that I forgot to mention for my self-care plan is that I went on dates. I went on dates by myself. I took myself out. I would dress up and I would go to Red Lobster's. And I would wait for a table by myself, get a booth and eat, literally. And at first it was very uncomfortable. Just eating by myself was like, whoa, this is mad weird. But after a while, I did it like two, three times. It got cool, man. I'm not going to lie. Like I actually started looking forward to it on Friday. I would take myself out a little date night by myself, man. So that's another thing you can do as well. It's going to be very uncomfortable at first for the average person. It's going to be very, very, very uncomfortable. But once you start getting used to it and you start giving yourself the love that you give other people, you'll start to realize like, dang, man, I'm dope. I'm a dope individual. Make sure you stay consistent with your self-care plan too, man. Like that's very important. Staying consistent is the most underrated thing that you can do, but it's very important because then it gives you a structure and it allows you to be able to have a stress reliever that you can go to day in and day out. So stay consistent, come up with your plan, dedicate time into yourself Give yourself the love that you give other people and you'll definitely see growth. And if you need help, I'm a DM away. That's it for this episode. If you like what you heard or you feel like it can help somebody, please share and subscribe. As always, we're going to leave you off with a song or a snippet from a video that we found interesting. So here's Landslide by Tango Lee. Been asleep in days, I'm too busy getting paid. I can get no leeway, I can get no leeway. Yeah. You did. Hey. My mama played daddy when I was younger. She let it go in no fall. 2015, a nigga lost his heart. You a player, play your part. If you my bitch, play your role. If you my bro, play the wing. The power comes with a price. I pay the price and leave it too. Yeah. Back on the road, the riches. Yeah. Cut from a whole different cloth, my nigga.
Yo, you still here? If you listen to the whole episode, that means you obviously like the podcast. There's nothing wrong with that, but just go to kizzlebrand.com store and buy yourself some merch to help support.